Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the start line by two rockers on the road supporting Tesla on tour this year. One plays guitar for Bon Jovi, the other traded suits, and 21 trademarks for a horror franchise and a mic. We welcome Phil X and Kurt Dimer. Man, that was awesome. Thank you. Very nice to be here with you. Gentlemen, let's go beyond the mic. Phil, you said that Kurt gives you full creative freedom. Why do you believe that, and how is Kurt different than anyone else you've worked with? Well, first of all, with Kurt, it's a unique sound. I've never worked with anybody with that, that kind of voice. So it was, you know, in, in today's market, it, it's really hard to find something that's unique. So, you know, I have to find a lot of things sound the same or it's something that I don't even like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so finding someone like Kurt and you know what, it's when you come down to bare bones, he's an incredible human being. So that's uh, that's a pleasure to be around. Yeah. We're making great rock and roll. Kurt, you've been a successful businessman and entrepreneur. Why was music the one hole in your heart that you had to let free? Well, I, I, I grew up, you know, playing the drums and singing and doing stuff when I was young up until I was 20 years old. My, my dream was always to be in a band, not necessarily the acting part that I'm doing now, but the band part. But I knew I couldn't succeed the way I wanted to at it at that time. And I would end up, uh, you know, becoming worse in my life than I already was. And I needed to refocus, regroup and, you know, mature and get my act together and take a different path. And then I just told myself someday if I can do it and do it the right way, then I'll get back into it. And that time came a couple of years ago. So Kurt, what's changed from the time you were with circus birds to today? Oh my God. Oh, I didn't know you were going to go to circus. Well, circus birds, Kurt was, uh, a drunk mess partying too much, uh, not going anywhere, playing a bunch of cover tunes around Cincinnati playing at Sudsy Malone's a laundromat bar. And I just knew if we tried to do anything with the circus birds, it would never go anywhere. So I uh, opted to stop and got married to have three beautiful boys and finish my degrees. And here I am now. Phil, what's changed from the time you formed Sedenics to today? Look at you doing your homework, man. <laughs> so, yeah, Sedenics, man, back in the day, before YouTube, probably before even MTV, I was just 17. We got money from our parents and recorded a vinyl EP at this place in St. Jacobs, Ontario, up in Canada. I mean, wrote all the songs. Bass player was Kevin Gingrich. He wrote some lyrics. Um, Scott Masterson was a drummer. Todd Barthood was a singer. The whole point is, I remember all their names because we stay in touch. I just, you know, it was one of those things. My first band, my first spandex pants and uh, rock and roll. As long as I was playing guitar, I was a happy kid. And I'm an adult now and I have kids. And as long as I'm playing guitar now, I'm a happy adult. <laughs> what was the band? To the next, which is actually my last name backwards. I don't know if oh, you knew that. I knew that. I uh, see. Mr. Homework Doer. What, what else do you know? It's all about caring about my guest friends. You are so passionate about your music. It allows you to be free. When people hear your music, what do you want them to feel? I, I want them to uh, hopefully help them in their life. I want them to feel the rock and roll. I want them to feel good. I want them to know when they leave their hell, we just saw this kick-ass rock band we've never heard before as we continue to grow. We're that rock band they want to come out and see all the time because we make their life better. We make them feel better and we add something to their life that may be missing and can help them and have them become part of our family. I feel like uh, every time we get on stage, we want to win the room. 
because usually we've been in opening positions and we continue to be in an opening spot and people aren't there to see us. They're there to see the headliner. So if we can not just give them a bridge to the headliner, but actually entertain them and win them over and some of them buy shirts when they leave, that kind of thing. That, and that's what we've been doing. It's been a, a real treat to witness as it goes on from hey the third song the fourth song by the time we get to the last song everybody's like what you're already done so it's kind of like a really cool experience to uh, witness that how does touching people touch you with your music change you well it 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 means a lot to me because i know if i'm given the chance to go out whether it's direct support now or not i mean our first tour together was jeff tate then ingve now tesla um, we, we didn't have to start up the street at the Talon Tavern or anything like that. So I know I'm blessed to be able to have started the way I did with Jeff Tate, giving us that spot on his first tour. And it, it makes me very proud and happy to know all the hard work we're putting into it, that people want to come and they want to meet us and they want to buy our merch and they want to stay in touch and uh, they keep spreading the word to other people. And I can see it starting to snowball now. So that tells me all the hard work that uh, we're putting into it is paying off, and, and the people are really digging our vibe when we're out. Kurt Dimer, Phil X joins us beyond the mic, and it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Gentlemen, we'll alternate questions starting with Kurt. There is no pressure. Kurt, what's your typical order at Skyline Chili? Uh, four-way uh, with onions, light noodle juicy. Phil, what's the best thing about your kids? Oh, oh man, their hearts. And their hair. <laughs> so who has better hair, them or you? Oh, they, come on, dude. I'm 56. I'm, I'm happy to have this, but my kid's got amazing hair. Phil and I with the bald man group. Dude, I can, I can rub it in all day long, man. <laughs> Don't go there. If you let it grow, if you let it grow, would you have a cul-de-sac? I blame my grandfather. Wow. Kurt, why is helping raise money for the L Foundation important for you? Uh, the L Foundation, my mom and my uh, niece, her daughter, my sister's daughter, Jade, created after my sister Leanne passed away from ovarian cancer in 2013. So that was a very, very challenging couple of years. I was back and forth to Fort Lauderdale, and we wanted to do this. We didn't talk to her about it, but we planned it. We knew her demise was coming, and it's a way we can honor my sister, a way we can help kids with scholarships. We can help kids with cancer at St. Jude's and just give back in her memory. And uh, that's why it's very important to me, honoring the memory of my sister. Phil, what was your first guitar and do you still have it? Um, I don't even know the name of it, but it was like a, a Vox teardrop hollow body copy. So I didn't even have a name on the headstock. <laughs> I don't have it, but a friend of mine found a replica, and I have the replica. Kurt, favorite and least favorite horror film of all time? Uh, my favorite is The Devil's Rejects by Rob Zombie, and my least favorite is one I just saw called Nope. And I don't mean to be. I'm just, it's just, it just not my cup of tea. I'm sure a lot of people love it. If you want an even worse horror film, Satan's cheerleaders somehow, some way back years ago, someone made me watch that and it was horrible. Okay. <laughs> Phil, what's your favorite song to play with when your mind can't stop? When my mind can't stop. Uh, favorite song to play, like play, play or play on my phone. Just your favorite song to play. Patio doing the party jams. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, Light Up the Sky by Van Halen. Very nice. 
Kurt, have you been in contact with Pink yet? No, I have not been in contact with Pink. And even when I was trying to set something up with her and my sister, she never returned my call. So it was a very innocent request to make someone happy before they passed away. So Pink, Kurt is waiting for your call. Phil, what's the one album you wanted to play on that just didn't work out? Uh, holy smokes, that's a good one. There's too many. Um, dude. You got me stumped. I'm never stumped. You got me stumped. Because I, I played on a lot of records that I wanted to, and I ended up doing it, which was awesome. I'm going to say that, uh, dude, I'm really like, I'm going to reach. It'd be great to play on something with Jimmy Page. But that record doesn't exist yet. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another Beyond the Mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. It's time for the back half with Kurt Dimer and Phil X on tour supporting Tesla all around the country. Gentlemen, if you could put your dream concert together, who would open, who would be the middle act, and who would be the headliner? My dream concert uh, would be, wow. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Um, dude, there's just too much, man. You know what would be amazing? It'd be amazing to uh, open for a hero. Always opening for a hero is an amazing thing. I, I'd love to have, uh, I'd love to, man, if we could go and open for, who would you pick if we could open for anyone in a stadium? Does it have to be a band that's still around? Who cares? It's your dream concert. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, ACDC. Um, for me, SRV. Wow. Van Halen. We both love Van Halen. I mean, how cool would that be? How cool would that to be? To open for Van Halen, man. Yeah, man. That would probably be it. You had two of us to agree on something to be Van Halen. You want heart rock, but you want that heartfelt message. Why was that important for you both? Well, I don't know any other way to be than to be a kind, a good-hearted person. That's the way I was raised. That's what my parents instilled in me. That, that was the culture I grew up in. Just look around the world now. I mean, get off this interview and go to the news. It's negative, 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 negative. Trying to bring some positivity back to the world. Try to let people know that you can do anything in your one life and don't let everybody tear you down. And I, I want people to view me, if they will, as we continue to grow. Kurt Dimer is someone they can count on that's strong and knows, is willing to fight all the negativity in the world to bring some peace and love back to it. Everyone has a story they haven't told before that encapsulates who they are, how they've become stronger, better, and in some cases, wiser. What's your story? Um, I just never want to punch this guy in the face. I just never gave up. I mean, I, I had insecurities when I was young. I, uh, you know, I had different things I was dealing with, stress, anxiety, panic. I, always liked to test the limits. I started working a lot when I was young, so I didn't really care too much about school. And when I got done working, I liked to party a little and I had to figure out how to get that balance and continue to work hard and then continue to do the things I needed to do to mature and grow up in life. And now that I've been through all this stuff and started companies on my own, I was never handed anything. I just went with the values that I always had and I just never gave up on myself, no matter how dark it got. I hope to, to help other people that way as I continue on my journey now in the music and in uh, in movies. You were laughing, Phil. So what's your story, dude? You know what? I just I was just laughing because I love your. You're like putting us on our toes, man. I'm like, it's pretty yeah, it's awesome. Cool, though, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I love um, it. 
I just, I just, I was raised with uh, being forgiving and understanding. I know other people that have been brought up just to be angry at everybody. And I feel like people that are forgiving, understanding are way happier than the people that are angry all the time. I think that ratio from one to the other is kind of upset right now. I think it could be in, in favor of more people being, you know, just understanding and seeing like the forgiveness thing is such a big thing. My dad always taught me to be forgiving. So I, I just remember when I was a kid and you wanted me to tell a story that I've never told before. And I tell a lot of stories, but I was a kid and I had an extra, extra set of boots, a pair of boots at school. And I forgot to bring gloves when I had to take those boots home. So it was freezing in Toronto, Canada. And I was walking home and I'm holding my boots and my hands are freezing off. They're turning into icicle hands. And this girl that was maybe a grade or two older than me, she came by and she goes, what's wrong? I go, my hands are freezing. I can't put them in my pockets and I don't have my gloves because I got these boots. And she goes, I'll carry your boots. And I thought, you know what, man? This is amazing. This person didn't know me and they just helped me out. And that just as an example of a kid learning something from somebody else, it's a positive situation. I put my hands in my pocket, walked the rest of the way home. I had my boots. So that's just, that was the lesson I learned, probably bigger lesson than I learned in school that day. (laughs) Guys, what would your first gold record mean to you? Um, it, it would mean that we're, I, I don't know, man. It would mean that people are buying records again. They're buying our records, <laughs> yeah. It means that people dig us. It means that they love our vibe, but we would continue to work hard and keep writing and continue to leave a legacy of our music for when we're gone. That's my goal, to, so other people can continue to listen to it and maybe take some positivity from the message and you know, we're not by any means at this point in our lives, a one and doneer. you know, we want to keep going, but that would be a great goal on the path to where I'd like to see us uh, end up eventually while we're here on earth. It's time for one big question with Kurt Dimer and Phil X beyond the mic. As you play, you have the responsibility of influencing the future. When younger fans see you, they might want to write songs like you, Kurt, and play the guitar like you, Phil. How important is that responsibility and how do you handle it? Well, I've been, I feel like I've been handling that responsibility for a long time and uh, I love it. I answer as many Instagram messages and Facebook messages from unknown people as, as much as I can because people will be like, hey, you did this on guitar and how did you get there? And what can I, do you have any tips? Do you have any suggestions that I can work on? And I feel it is a responsibility to respond. So when, whether they're young or old, I always feel like it's, it's like, how would I feel if I was 14 and I could send Eddie Van Halen a message and he would reply like, what the hell? So I feel like, man, that's been bestowed upon myself and uh, I'm just going to do it. I just do it as much as I can. And it could be somebody that's 12 that just started playing guitar, or it could be somebody that's 80 and goes, you know what? I stopped playing guitar for 40 years, but I saw a video you did and I pulled it out of the closet. That's inspiring me. So basically, I, I aspire to inspire to be inspired. I want to inspire people, and especially the younger generation. They need anything they can get that's positive influence in their life. You know, kind of like Phil and I had when we were growing up. We had our family. We had our family values for the most part. You know, we, uh, we sat down at 
the dinner table. If we, if we can touch these young folks and I, every I do, I go out and I interact with everybody and I do what Phil does. When I get messages, I interact with it. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many people I've touched just responding to their Facebook or Instagram messages. And why would I not do that? I'm thankful that they dig our music. They come to our shows and they're part of the Kurt Dimer family. So why would I turn a cold shoulder to them? And I will continue to do that as long as I can, even if someday it gets so busy, I've got to have a few people helping me do it. I'll continue to respond because that means a lot to people. And it, it really does. And you can't take their hearts for granted that they took the time to send you that message. They deserve some kind of a response. So I hope to touch a lot of uh, younger kids' lives. And I think we are doing that. Kurt wants to leave a legacy. Phil doesn't have his first guitar, but found a replica. Go see Kurt Dimer and Phil X on tour supporting Tesla near you or check them out online. Guys, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. All right. Thank you for the great interview, Sean. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.